Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. I truly believe that each and every person walking this planet has unique gifts to share. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. Now, I've got a very, very croaky, squeaky voice uh, because I'm processing emotions. <laughs> Beck's having massive, <laughs> massive shifts at the moment, which is really exciting. But as you guys all know, when we have shifts, there's pain, there's emotion, there's trauma physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Mm. She's gone through the ringer. But because we love doing this show, she's here. I'm here and I think it's important for people to see what it looks like in life when you do uh, face fears or um, work, work through emotional blocks or, you know, things come up in your body and sometimes illnesses or really strong emotions or feelings do come up in your body. And you know what? You don't always even need to understand exactly what they are or why. We don't need to get lost in the mental plane about them. Uh, we, you know, we always want to understand everything and have the solution and the answer and when is it going to be fixed by, etc. And often one of the most powerful things you can do is just let it just pass through um, without judgment and just sitting in unconditional love with yourself. So if anyone else out there sounds or feels as revolting as I do today, <laughs> that's my best advice to you and the advice that I'm trying to follow for myself. But we're talking about a really lovely topic today. Excuse me while I Yeah, we weren't going to do anything too <laughs> heavy with poor on Beck. She's handling enough at the moment. So, so we're doing yes. do a fun one. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, you know, it, I said to Jane earlier when we were talking about it, it is, again, I think linked to self-worth because everything's linked to self-worth. Your gifts are another way to look at yourself, celebrate yourself, cheerlead yourself and better understand the deeper aspects of yourself, bring them up into the light and really support and own them. Don't you think, Jane? Absolutely. And I think one of the, the biggest questions that I get asked time and time and time again is, I don't know what my gifts are. What are my gifts? And I genuinely believe, as I said with the statement, didn't do an affirmation this week, I did a statement. I truly believe that every single person walking this planet has unique gifts. So how do you find your gifts? That's the thing, isn't it? How do you find what are your, what are your unique gifts? And I love changing the word gifts to strengths. Yeah. What are your strengths? And a lot of people find that much easier to answer than if they say, what are their gifts? Because we kind of have this distorted thing about gifts. Gifts means that you can play the piano like Mozart. Gifts means that you can play golf like Tiger Woods. So this rare... Gifts means, you know, that you are the only one in the world that does this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas strengths might mean that there's plenty of people that have the same strength as you. However, in your tribe, in your village, in your community, it's likely that you are the one that has this unique strength that is needed within your community. And even if you find there's other people within your community that have got that, it's still needed by all of you. And so start having a look at what are your strengths. I think everyone knows what they are, but people need to admit them or they're in denial. Well, there's a bit of that tall poppy thing too, isn't there? That, you know, every time I send out an email to, I've got like a mailing list that's associated with my other business, which is, um, has not so much open, consciously aware, beautiful spiritual people, um, on it. 
and I'll send out something about self-love. And I, I always get, you know, the, the, the couple of dozen emails back saying, that's beautiful. I can't believe your timing. I needed to hear that today. And then I get the half a dozen emails that go, oh, that's a bit wanky. Now, wanky is an Australian term. How would we describe wanky, Beck? Oh, my God. It's, it's a hard term to describe. I should have like used a different it's word. It's like saying you're a bit up yourself or you're a bit full yeah, of yourself. Or exactly. You're, you're posing or you're kind yes, of a bit yes. fake. Or... Yeah. So a lot of people do have that point of view, but they also have the point of view where they've been brought up to not show off, to not be above your station in life. And so the strengths are kind of suppressed. Mm. So this how is, do you know what a strength is? This is something that when we're in high schools and we're trying to talk to teenagers about what self-worth and self-love is, they get really confused because they, you know, we, we'll tell them the, the basic exercise, look in the mirror and say that you love yourself and they just don't get it. They say that's big boating. They say you, you're up yourself. You think you're too good. It's, you know, it's a very fine line. People don't seem to understand the difference between arrogance and genuine putting yourself first in a really loving sort of a vibration, you know. There's so much confusion around that. I mean, yeah. I know myself that when I celebrate a success that I've had, the reaction from other people is some yeah. is beautiful, but some is really who do you think you are. People are and very so stopped, challenged by this yeah. and threatened by it. And, and I'm not doing it to lord something over someone else. It's my I know what my intent is, so I know my energy is pure. It's not about bragging, big noting, showing off, trying to be better than other people. It's none of those negative things. It's just this amazing moment of, wow, look at what any of us can yeah, do yeah. if we put ourselves in alignment in the vortex of creation with the universe and pull it off. And I love with children who haven't developed filters to all this stuff yet because if I look at my four-year-old's drawing and I say to her, that is so clever. Did you do that all by yourself and think of that all by yourself? Yes, I did. And, you know, and, and I'll say... You know, whatever I compliment with her on, she'll really own it and say, yes, that's my, my, I did do that, you know. And then you fast track it into a boardroom in four decades' time and people get a lot more embarrassed about owning um, their own, especially women, and we've talked about this in the, in the yeah. corporate place, we still don't quite know how to push ourselves and further ourselves. I, I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but how years and years ago when I was in um, Sydney and a big, you know, skyscraper for Murdoch and, or Packer, one of them, and um, my boss. She worked for both. <laughs> one time or another. My, <coughs> excuse me, my boss who was only 28 years old at the time, I, think, I was, I don't know, 20 and I thought she was so grown up. But anyway, she, <laughs> such an adult, she went into a lift one day, an elevator with two men in suits and came back out and she said to me, you should have heard it. One of the men in this elevator was the boss, the head on show. And the other guy was, you know, one of the underlings in a suit. And the underling was like, hey, so, you know, profits are up this week and I did this and that happened. We got this ad client, da 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 bing, doors open and out they go. And she goes, see, men are trained to take any opportunity they can get to further, to, to healthily promote. It's not big noting, it's just they're, they're just. Here I am, see me, hear yeah, me, feel me. Sh showing off what they can do, but actually in quite a healthy way. Women would never get into an elevator and start saying, well, I did this today and I did that today because everyone will turn around and say, what a bitch. That's right. You know, it's the double standard. So we're talking about gifts today and we're talking about owning your gifts in a way that is not saying I'm better than you. It's not saying, you know, who does she think she is? It's it's not about any of those things. We're doing it because it's about you reclaiming your sense of self-worth, your sense of achievement, entitlement, and in a really, really healthy kind of a way, right, mate? Exactly. 
So how do you find what your strengths are? It's the thing that you find you probably take for granted. It's the thing that you actually do so easily and effortlessly that you perhaps misguidedly believe everybody else can do it as easily as you can. Yeah, you underrate it. Absolutely. It. Absolutely. It's usually incredibly undervalued. And I know I've had many things in my life, and of course I can't think of one right now, but I know I've had many things in, in life where I've gone, I feel really bad charging for this because it just didn't take much effort. And I've had others say to me, but you don't understand, I couldn't do that. And they want to then pay for it. So, I mean, this that's getting into money, but it's, it's a really fascinating concept that the easiest things in our life that we have to, there's not even often conscious awareness that you're doing it. You just do it. That is your strength. It's the stuff that is as easy as breathing. You yes, it flows in the same effortless. effortless flows in the same direction as yourself. It just you could do it all day. It doesn't drain you. Yeah, it, you don't have to force anything. You don't have to talk yourself into it. You don't have to play a game about oh well, I'll just do another hour of this before I'm allowed to go and reward myself by doing something I really want to do. It's the thing that you just find you're happy to say yes to every time, yeah. and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be that. You're empathetic and that you could sit and talk to friends about their problems forever. Yeah. Effortless. You don't get drained. You don't get tired. It makes you feel alive as well. Yeah. It does make you feel good. That's another little, little, uh, sign. So something that's effortless and easy, something that you perhaps have downplayed and think everybody else can do. But when you really examine it, when you bring it out into the micro, under the microscope, you realize that most people actually can't do it. Yes. And that's when you start to realize this is unique to me. If you still can't see your own stuff, sit down with a friend over a cup of tea and say, could you list three things that you've observed in me that I do quite naturally or innately well um, because I'm trying to connect with what my, my raw natural gifts are and see what they say. You'll be amazed. You will and be amazed. It's is, actually a beautiful exercise to do. This is what Jane's saying. Like, you'll be thinking, oh, look, I just twiddle around with my pot plants. You know, it's not, there's nothing much. It's not important. And your friend might say, you have such a knack with growing things. I cannot grow vegetables as large as yours or my roses don't bloom like yours. You have a green thumb. And you'll think, really? I'm just got a little backyard. Like, I don't even. But yes, and because it's easy and effortless to you, you assume everybody can do it, but when they don't have it, you've just assumed they've chosen to not put the time in, when the reality is they don't have the skills. Yeah. They don't have the gifts. They don't have the same connection with it that you do vibrationally. Yeah, exactly. And just on that ask your friend about three qualities that they've observed in you, that's such a beautiful exercise just to do for connecting with people. I'll often do this with different teams where, particularly if I'm putting together a new team and they're getting to know each other, I'll do it quite quickly, but they have to have had enough time to observe each other where I'll say, right, here's the list of everybody in this team, and now anonymously you're going to write three positive things about each of these people. Then I collate them, and I have that person's name. It might say Sue, and there's going to be all these gorgeous things that their team, her team, believes are true about her. Yeah. So it's a really gorgeous thing. But we've also talked about <coughs> in the positive shadowed side effect or exercise, and I, I know I've talked about it in other podcasts, but it will work here to help you to find your strengths as well, is yes. that what is it that, so apologies to repeat for those that are so loyal and listen to every episode, however the exercise is pertinent to this particular uh, thing that we want you to achieve. So think of somebody that you really admire 
It can be somebody that you know physically that you do spend time with, or it can be somebody that you only know of, like a celebrity. It doesn't matter who. And you choose this person that you admire. And then I want you to list the three reasons why. Now, the answers to those three qualities are all gifts that that person has. They are the exact same gifts and strengths that you have as well. However, your soul is crying out for you to be spending more time using these gifts, using these strengths in your everyday life. I've got a new twist on that one too. Okay. Oh, I like a new twist. Okay. So another way to do this exercise is, if you're still having trouble finding what your hidden buried gifts are, is think back to, for example, a former relationship um, where you know, you didn't feel acknowledged or maybe it was a boss that you used to work for who didn't fully acknowledge you or maybe it was just a friend who used to use you a bit or something like that. And write down with a pen and paper the three things that you feel that that person really did not acknowledge in you. What was the three things that they just didn't ah. see? They just didn't really connect with or they took for granted or they just, you know, bulldozed over the top of or, you know, whatever. And it, maybe it was that you were always offering that person healing advice and they didn't listen. Maybe it was that you were a good listener, but they just, you know, took advantage of that. Maybe it was that you gave good a massage. organizer. Maybe you organized or... things. Maybe it doesn't really matter what it was, but I want you to get three of them because guaranteed those are the three things that you are not really owning in yourself. Because And they'll be positive. So they're going to be beautiful gifts. Three beautiful gifts. And the reason, of course, that the, this person in your life was not able to see those gifts is because you're not able to really bring them up into the light either. So the more you really begin to embrace them and allow them and accept them, the more you will attract people who say, wow, you are such a good healer, conversationalist, organizer, gardener, etc." And it'll really start to be mirrored back to you in a positive way. That's the barometer of progress. That's how you can tell how well you're going with this kind of work. So that really, those exercises, if you do those, you will 100% find out what your gifts are. Absolutely, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. So now what do we do with these gifts? Ah. The very first thing that you must do, or must, I shouldn't use that word, the very first thing that I would encourage you to do is to commit to spending more time each day utilising those gifts. Perfect. And so if it is that you're great at organising, then look at <laughs> how can you spend 15 more minutes a day being an organiser? What is it that you can do? Because it's going to fill you with joy. It's going to make you feel good. It's effortless and easy. It doesn't drain from you. And now what you're doing is utilising your gifts greater than you were yesterday. Yeah. And as you do that, the other thing that happens is while this is currently a strength, the more time that you spend on it, you then become the master of it. So the strength then becomes the PhD of organizing or the PhD of gardening. You really become the true master. And, you know, that I think there's some saying, isn't there, that, that you can master anything in five years. Oh, in 10,000 hours? Is oh, it? Was it ten, no, 10,000 hours, that was it. Because I was going to say 10 years, and I thought, no, it's not. It's much less than that. 10,000 hours, you can master anything. And mastering meaning master. You'll be the expert. Absolute on... leading expert. Yeah. So you start to spend that extra 15 minutes each day, and then you increase it and increase it. And because this is giving you greater joy, and because you're now consciously aware that this is your gift and you're now aware that it's bringing you 
effortless ease in your life, they are the incentives for you to want to do it more and more and more. Yeah. So you get to a point where you need to take a quantum leap. I was going to say get ready because you're actually going to start to make huge rifts and changes in your little universe and miracles and things will happen. And It's exciting stuff. This is playing with the universe where you actually don't really have that much healing to go through, that much emotional hard stuff, that much, that many tears or going through what poor Beck's going through at the moment. This is where you actually get to have fun with the universe and it's all good and effortless and fun. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. Because we're all vibrational creators. Everyone needs to really remember that. You know, that's the only rule of the universe is it's all vibration and it's what we do with that vibration, whether we shut it down or own it or play with it or align with it or it, it, cause resistance to it you know well let's talk about that resistance a little bit i'd like to talk about bob proctor who i really love his uh thinking into results program is amazing um the xy um confusion the xy chaos he calls it so when you've been living he he talks about x as being the default vibration that you've been living in for a period of time and then you bring in a new desire. So you've discovered your gift and now you're going, this is great. And you start to dream and imagine something bigger than where you've been. So you start to formulate a goal, a plan in your visualizing. You start to become emotionally invested in it and you start to put the action in and move towards it where you start to create more of your day in the zone of your new vibration of your new desire of your new newly acknowledged I should say it's not a new gift it's a newly acknowledged gift in comes the y vibration that's the y vibration the new one and the x one's going hang on I'm not real comfortable with this I'm quite happy sitting in x and the y's coming in going no 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 we're going to make some shifts we're changing and you have a period of chaos yeah and you do have that. And that's actually where Beck is at the moment. That's what's going on with this her. Is actually it's chaos of vibration. It's two conflicting vibrations, trying to push through an old one to get to a new one. This is, I'm so glad you brought this up, Jay, because I've been thinking actually for a few weeks, even before I got this ill. Um, it's such a vital thing that we need to share with our listenership is that because a lot of people are going to agree with this. When you have feelings of pain, of fear, of illness, just a yucky churning gut feeling or heavy feelings of dread or heaviness getting up in the morning. What is happening is well, everyone who's listening to this show has been doing so much work to evolve as that higher vibrational, totally free, free. This is all about freedom, us coming into our freedom. But all of us still have the programming and the patterns and the beliefs of the old us as well, the us from 10 years the ago, old 5 years paradigms. ago, 30 years ago, you know. And I've heard healers say um, we are 40% of mum, we are 40% of dad, and we are 10% our DNA and we are only 10% ourselves. And that means we are fighting through a hell of a lot of sludge and muck of other people's crap and other people's stories to get back to the pure truth of just what we are all about, okay? So... It's it's an understanding that when you get these yucky feelings or resistance feelings or pains or, you know, stuck things in your body, it's just what Jane said. There's actually a war happening between the new you who's trying to get to the new place, who actually is there, that the new you is valid and real. She or he is right there already operating in one sphere. It's kind of like you're spread between two dimensions because the older, heavier, lower vibrational you that still hooks into, oh, but what would mum think? Or, oh, but, you know, but I've always done this this way. Or whatever the lower vibrational patterns are, keeps trying to sabotage you like that Upper Limits episode you did, episode 100, keeps trying to pull you back. Um, 
And it's very important that you just realise and be very gentle with yourself about what's going on there. It is literally a migration. It is a transition. It, it is, is a there's a word when you transmute. Transmuting energy is actually what's happening. It's the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. I had a similar. I, I have just as we're recording this this episode now. Bearing in mind that we do record ahead of time, I've just pressed send on a new on an email that's gone out to my database of a new service that I've introduced which is a quantum leap for me it's something I was I've been wanting to do for many years so it was it was huge as I chose to do this three days ago I was in a really good place doing this great routine and I went for a pedicure (laughs) this digression and she took off too much skin and I ended up with this great big crack on the base of my uh, ball of my foot I couldn't do my morning walk. Well, that morning walk is what sets up my day and it has done for a long time and I was not happy. I went into plunging into <coughs> complete lethargicness. I was unmotivated and not moving forward at all and that was my XY vibration. So the X vibration was going, you know what, we're going to stop you moving into this Y vibration. We're going to put a big cut on your foot. So I looked up in the Louise Hayes book, you know, and Body is the Barometer of My Soul, those two books, what's what's this foot thing mean? And the simple version was I'm not safe going in a new direction. Ta-da. So all I did was go, did the, the opposite of the affirmation of I'm completely safe going in this amazing new direction. You know, I gave myself some good positive self-talk but reminding myself I am incredibly safe. That crack, it's still there because it only happened three days ago that I was able to walk on it within half an hour of reshifting my thought process. And what am I doing? I'm pulling in the Y vibration and shutting down that XY vibration. And the more that you do all of the tools that we've given you, and there's so many over the year, over the last few years, of shutting down the old voice and bringing in the new, we're going to shut down the X vibration. And the more that you stay in the Y vibration through repetition and consistency, the X vibration dissipates. And you're left with a Y vibration. Now, this is now your new vibration. So your new vibration is you've taken this quantum leap, you've moved through the the XY chaos vibration, and you're now in a new vibration, and you get to enjoy your new reality that you have manifested. So but guess what has to happen then? What do you want? Well, you've got to start all over again, don't you? Because your Y vibration becomes the X vibration. Then you have a new desire and you go through it again. But the difference is you go through it now with (coughs) conscious awareness and experience. Keep upgrading. Exactly. It'll be easier next time. It's harder to do when you're asleep or you're kind of being hit on the head by the universe with a mallet or something. Yeah. Um, Because you haven't been paying attention to the cues and the signs the universe has been sending you for a long time. So let's think of an example like, you know, they, let's say there's someone who just is really naturally good with animals, always, you know, they respond to your touch or you know the right thing to say or do. And, and you've had this thought in your head for ages, like, oh, I really should volunteer at an animal shelter or I really would love to go and get my vets, you want a certificate or whatever it is. And you've been putting it off because there's resistance. It's, it's, it's a good example of the XY going on. The, the, y, uh, the X self is the one that totally gets that you are a master of animals and then the Y self is the one that's, again, to refer to the upper limits and Gay Hendricks and his wonderful big leap book of the comfort zone because it just so brilliantly sums up everything, doesn't it, Jane? Yeah, beautifully. Um, the X is the part that's saying, who am I to think that I'm good enough to achieve all of that? That's right. And you're like, oh, Hang on, girl, you're moving out of your station. Who do you think you are? I think we just get to the point sometimes where you just start to feel the fear of doing you well. Well, that's what the quantum leap is. Yeah. 
And so the other thing that helped me get across the line with my big quantum leap, and it is using my gifts. This is, this is using another one of my strengths and gifts in this new service is, um, a, I don't even know. It just, you know, a sign from the universe. It was 1111. I happened to be playing around on my phone. I don't know whether it was an email, Facebook, YouTube, tech, I don't know what it was, but something popped up that was a video I pressed play on. And it was a couple of people that are entrepreneurs that are talking about, why one person fails and one succeeds when they're both doing the same thing. And it was that one person was meticulously wanting to get all their ducks in alignment and that everything had to be perfectly planned. Now, that was me. That was why I hadn't introduced this new service two or three years ago because I didn't yet feel I had all the answers to all of the challenges that may have been presented. The other person said, if it's 70% right, jump. That's the that's the quantum leap. They didn't call it quantum leap. There's another book I was reading called U Squared that was calling it the quantum leap. So I had all of these amazing, incredibly wise people coming at me over a 24-hour period sharing with me all of the wisdom that I knew, bringing it in all different languages with a few new, new little bits in that I just jumped. And within... Eight hours, I had the website produced and the email done. Went live. Yeah. Went live. It took no time at all. Why did it take no time? Something that others would look at and think, oh, my God, that's so complex. How did you come up with all of that? After two and a half years. Because it is my gift. It is my strength. It's what I do effortlessly and easily that others don't. And I jumped. And because I have been thinking about it for a long time and I have been procrastinating, that all of the answers were there. Yeah. And the ones that I don't know about, the challenges that are going to come as a result of when we finish this podcast and I open up my emails, well, I just have faith and trust now that the answers will come to those. I'll work that 30% through. Yeah. So I hope that that helps you guys to really, you know, get the gift, look for your strengths. Look, well, first off, you're looking for your strengths. Yeah. Identify your strengths. Recognize them that they are actually gifts, that they're not strengths that every single person has. Look for the way that you can be increasing in your daily life how much time you're spending utilizing these gifts. And then take the quantum leap, knowing there's going to be an XY chaos happening, but feel the fear and do it anyway. That's beautifully summarized, Joe. You can make a T-shirt. We could. We could. <laughs> Got any graphic designers out there? Got any T-shirt makers that want to make that for us? <laughs> the gift T-shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, if you were to wear something like that on you, if you were to write that little list out and carry that around, what are you doing? You're actually in the zone of wanting to manifest more of what it is that you're wanting. So write it out. Do you know, I've got another goal I'm working on at the moment. And I wish I had this running on video because I'd show you what I've done. I write it out a hundred times a day. A hundred. It's hard I'm doing to lines. So far, <laughs> I think I've done about 15, I've written it out 1500 times. Yeah. You know, get real about what it is you want. Commit the time. Get excited about it. If it's truly your joy, if it's truly your gift, if it's truly your strength, it's effortless and easy because you're staying in a fun vibration. There's nothing to be scared of except scared, being scared. That's it. <laughs> Love it. I truly believe that each and every person walking this planet has unique gifts to share. Beautiful. We look forward to you hearing what all of your 
gifts are as you uncover them and go for the world and use them and spread ripples of joy. We are on the lovelifeshow.com every week, your free half hour show. Please subscribe to our RSS on iTunes if you want to just get them downloaded direct to your phone. Um, and of course, we're always on Facebook, Jane. Yes, which is facebook.com forward slash love life show. We put up new, the new episodes every week there and you can subscribe to our newsletter there and, you know, send us a message if you feel so inclined. And of course, if you need any counseling, that's what Jane and I are here for. So you can hit us up at either janedonovan.com.au or rebeccadeckman.com. And until this time next week, have fun discovering your gifts. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening. It's a beautiful day.